All right, we're here on another episode of the B-Void Podcast. You know, we're just out here trying to make people the best version of themselves. This episode is Pursuing Passion. Uh, I got my big brother here. A lot of them know him as Greg Ford, founder of Ford Dynasty Wrestling Club, representing with my shirt today, uh, my crew neck. Um, and we're just here. We got him here today because he's a big part of the aspect of pursuing passion and pursuing a career that he owns and that's his uh, and I, I wanted people to pursue that themselves and owning their own business and doing their own thing so now they don't gotta choose their weekends they they choose their weekends all those types of things that gives you more freedom and more creative control so today I just want to take you guys in on my brother's journey on how he got to where he is now uh, there's a lot of things that he went through to get there it wasn't an easy process um, but he's just going to go into, just start off with, you know, how you got to wanting to be a wrestling coach. Why, why that avenue and and where'd you start at before you even got to owning your own club? Yeah, well, definitely was a was an interesting journey. Uh, a lot of you don't know that I played baseball in college. You know, everybody thinks that oh, this, he's just a wrestler and he didn't do anything else. I'm like, well, I actually played baseball in college. And I remember my dad calling me while I was in Texas and he was like, hey, I need you to come back and take over at River Ridge, which is, you know, the school that I graduated from and my brother was getting ready to enter his senior year. And basically, you know, he, he trusted that I could help make sure that he was going to get his second state title at the high school. And so, you know, that pretty much brought me back to Washington to just, just to make sure that, you know, everything was going to go smooth. And, you know, I was fortunate enough that, you know, the ADs and, and the, the previous coaches were, were big advocates of, of me coming in. And shoot, I want to say I was maybe 23 coming in to take over and be a head coach. And it, it was definitely challenging, me, me being young and not as mature and receptive to outside help. I was like, oh, I figured I think this is going to be easy. And it was it was very challenging at, at, at times, but you know, having the, the guidance of, of our dad and you know, just you in the room knowing how to wrestle and coming up in, in a wrestling family made it a lot easier. And it's like, man, coaches coach for years without a state champ. When you know I'm coming in on year one, having my brother on the team, I can say that I had a state champ, you know, the, the first year. And so that that process was was short lived. I coached there for two years, and you know we did find a lot of success, but we had an opportunity to move on and accept a greater challenge at Lincoln High School, where you know it's very diverse, it's poverty stricken, it's a lot of good athletes that knew nothing about wrestling. And so that, that was the next challenge in having Eddie Lacrosse there, who I was familiar with because he wrestled for my dad in college, you know, kind of helped get me in the door and take over a program that, that I wanted. And taking them from, oh shoot, years of losing and few numbers to us having 60 plus athletes us having the highest GPA on campus as far as the team to 
top 10 in the state. Too many state places to name. We won districts every year that that I was there, just tournament after tournament after tournament, and just the success just grew and grew and grew and grew. Introducing these these inner city athletes to freestyle and, and Greco-Roman wrestling, taking them outside of the state, and just exposing them to, to a, a whole different avenue that was foreign to them. You know, a lot of these kids had, had never been on a plane, they'd never been out of state, just all kinds of of demographical issues that was new to them and just exposing them to these these different experiences you know we've developed lifelong relationships because of it and so make a long story short you know the year that I was thinking that we were in position to make a run for a state title you know it, it was it was unfortunate but you know when when you think that you are doing the right things and you have athletes that don't always have parents at home Mm -hmm. or they don't have support from parents and they're trying to figure out things on their own you you become that that mentor that father figure that person that they rely on and so you know especially at a place at at lincoln high school where there's not a lot of father figures and the main thing that got us to the position to the success that we have was them feeling like they could trust, you know, a male. And me being that person, I wanted to, you know, always be able to be reliable. So if an athlete is walking in the rain or, you know, whatever, they needed some kind of help, I tried to make myself available. If they were struggling in a class and they needed some advice, you know, I was trying to point them in the right direction. They wanted to wrestle in college. It's like, okay, let me try to help you. And so, basically, um, there was a big uproar with me being let go at Lincoln High School over providing an athlete with with the ride or athletes with the ride, whether it was to the school or after school. We go travel all over the place for tournaments, and it's late. And, you know, I didn't want a kid walking home late. And the main reason why was I had an athlete while I was there. You know, he was he was shot and killed after, you know, making these life changing decisions. You know, he was on the right path. He raised his grades. He was competing well on the mat. You know, he just, you know, coach, I'm going to I'm going to join the, the military. You know, they they had structure. They had plans. And, you know, I had made that promise to myself and, and his mom that, you know, I'm going to do my best to look after these athletes and make sure that they're not walking home at night and, you know, getting involved in in tough predicaments or, you know, things that they can't control. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that led to a big uproar where, you know, it was it was a big investigation, and even though there were parents that were like, you know, we had letters and we gave them permission to do these things, there's rules that you have to follow, you know, at the school. And, you know, although there were things that weren't very accurate in, in my eyes and a lot of things that were kind of pushed under the table as far as, as admin you know, that's just that was one of those things that, you know, was 
it was a very difficult situation and it led to a lot of athletes deciding that they didn't want to wrestle anymore. You know, they just felt like they didn't they didn't trust anybody anymore. And we lost a lot of athletes to the sport of wrestling. But at the same time, it led to the process of starting a new club. You know, that that adversity that you know, a lot of people would have just been like, you know what, I'm I'm done with wrestling. But I was like, you know what, I'm gonna fight for for my name and you know what's right and you know, it went to the school board and the newspaper and all kinds of stuff. I, I remember being in St. Louis coaching a schoolboy duel team and the newspaper calling me while I'm in St. Louis asking me about the situation and everything. I'm like, look, I'm across the United States with a bunch of athletes that are between the age of 13 to 15 years old. And they are, their parents trust their kids with me in making sure that they're going to be okay. You know, that's just the, the difference between USA wrestling and when you're involved in the high schools and the boards, it's, it's a little bit different. And so... You know, with that being said, you know, that helped motivate me instead of crushing me. You know, I have people in my corner, like my wife, my dad, my mom, my brother, and they were just like, just use use this to push you in a different direction. I just want to step in real quick. Just so you guys get a better idea of this whole situation, we looked at it as this was a... Horrific situation, me as being the brother hearing about this and knowing about the growth that he's already produced in this Lincoln Wrestling Club in less than three to four years. It was phenomenal, but to hear that he's getting let go for uh, driving a kid home, it was it was unreal because it, from a coaching aspect, parent aspect, like you see that relationship all the time through a lot of sports, you hear coaches doing this all the time. And it was just super unfortunate event, but it brought a lot of attention to Greg and what he brought to the table. And we like to say when one door closes, another open. And this was like one of the major things that this, this bad thing happened, but it opened up this door to him pursuing what he really wanted to do in life and still bring those athletes in that he had at other clubs or at other high schools. And so I'm gonna let Greg continue a little bit more. I just want to step in for a quick sec on, you know, now this unfortunate event happens that was, you know, horrible. Now he's moving on to bigger and better things and you can go from there. What was next after this? So what what's next is, you know, this this process of me, me being involved in, in USA Wrestling and me stepping on the national team circuit and, and coaching the, the, best, the best athletes the state has to offer. And so it went from, you know, being under what they call WIA rules, coaching at the high schools to USA Wrestling. And then, you know, having these different mentors of, of coaches that I know that, that ran clubs and is successful, I was able to pick their brain a little bit and just not even knowing how big this process is with just starting your own club and not even just starting your own club, having a nonprofit. And so, you know, my, my wife was just super, super motivated and was like, you know, I'm, I'm going to help 
with getting this started. And people don't realize that starting a nonprofit is not just signing one document. It is pages and pages of documents. And then it's like 800 and something dollars. And then it could be months and months before you even find out if it's if you even get approved, you know, to to have a 501c3. And so that just that process alone was was super stressful, not doing it before and everything being foreign to you. But it was this this passion of I want to try to provide these different outlets for for athletes that, you know, are less fortunate. You know, it, it is expensive to travel all over the nation and compete in these tournaments. And when you have kids that have a single parent household or parents that just don't care about what they're doing, if they don't have these kind of outlets, they seek them in other places like the streets and gangs. And, you know, absolutely. Our focus was to to prevent that and have something where we can try to apply for grants and whatnot so we can support these athletes that are less fortunate and continue to to keep them on the mats, you know, just that that diamond in the rough analogy. Exactly. You, you yeah, don't yeah. know who can do what. And I was able to see that at Lincoln High School when you have kids that have never ever wrestled before. And in year one, they're a district champ. It's like that kind of stuff is unheard of. But you have a different hunger from these kids that are on the streets all the time and they're providing for themselves and it's that that fight in them and that fire where they don't care if you've won multiple state titles they're like i'm gonna come after you yeah yeah, and i have something to prove and so those those are those athletes that have you know the the biggest upside to me you know granted it's, it's fun having those athletes that come in that wrestled eight nine years and they're already seasoned and they kind of know what's going on but when you take those athletes from ground zero and you watch them blossom and then move on to competing in college, it's like, man, this was a very small window. And now look at what they're doing. Now they're excelling in college to where they were not even thinking about college at, at one point. Oh, yeah. And I like to say, you know, Greg... He comes in, he transforms these kids' life. He's very well connected in the wrestling community. You know, for him to create his own club and process to creating his own business, um, I would like to say there was a lot of trials, but it was since he was passionate about it, he's been into it for a long time, and he, he saw the process on development of kids, and he's lived the process. Um, it was very easy for him to engage and get these kids to join the club because they already wanted to. They already know the development that he was going to have to be able to take kids to the next level. And not only did he have the passion for the sport, but he had the passion for development and transformation in kids, and he knew the steps that needs to be taken. Um, And those elements you don't always see in all the coaches, uh, the being able to take kids to the next level. So when this club derived and was developed – it was easy for him to transition and have that growth. In the first year of the club, he had over 100 kids. That's kind of unreal. You don't really see clubs having over 100 kids in their first year. And so 
as this picks up, you know, he we're still learning, we're still growing, we're still creating avenues to further develop. It's still transitioning and we're still learning to give these kids the edge. So that the passion that he has and the and the fact that he even pursued creating his own club through these bad things that happened beforehand it's truly amazing and i always just say you know to my viewers and listeners out there go out and seek what you're really good at and if you're passionate about it it's not really going to be a job anymore it's going to be something you want to do every day that you wake up you know obviously you have your breaks from time to time but it's not a stress um but you gotta find that thing that you want to do and continue to do it and i like to say to wrap a little bit of this up you know, when it came to the wrestling, it wasn't always just, it's not just all about wrestling. You know, wrestling gives you sets of skills that we developed in the club, like mental toughness, discipline, um, everyday training, so we can, because wrestling, it's only you and that other person on the mat. So you're the only person that, you know, feels failure or feels success. As coaches, we're just helping you guys out to have that development and become champions and you to come back so we can correct your mistakes. We learn from our mistakes and failure is not so much of a bad thing with failure helps you succeed more in the future. And that's just a different positive mindset that we got to always develop. And so if you want to touch on a little bit, Greg, you know, just how it's not all about wrestling. You know, it's about correlating the things from wrestling to the outside world as well, if you want to touch on that just a little bit for oh, you yeah, as well. Absolutely. Uh, I think it's definitely about developing life skills and good people. You know, it's, it's, it's cool to hear, you know, wrestlers can do anything and they're the most disciplined people on the planet. And it's just, it's not easy. Wrestling is, is definitely not easy. You know, you it's, it's pretty much a fight. All the time, it's a grind. The, the matches are long and, and stressful, and they're not always going your way. And you know, a ref may make a bad call. There's 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 so many different elements that you have to deal with. And then when you're able to overcome those things in matches, it translates to life. We're gonna have our our ups and downs. We're gonna have our struggles. We're gonna have things or or people trying to take away from our success or pull us in the wrong direction. But as, as wrestlers, you're taught, I got to try to figure out a way to come out on top. You know, I can't, if I'm losing, I have to break down. Why am I losing? And then if I'm not able to break down, I go find my coach. It's like, Hey, where, where am I losing this position? What, what's going on? And so that, that leads us as coaches to, we have to continue to educate ourselves. We have to continue to to seek these these different skills to provide these athletes with because they're they're looking for answers. And so if I if I can't provide the answers, I have to at least be able to point them in the right direction to to find those answers because you know that's that's our our service to them. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Man, it's great to discuss this stuff with, you know, obviously my brother that was passionate about what he does as his career now, uh, something that he loves to do and that he's been doing for quite some time now and the development is still getting better and better. We had a little technical difficulties. 
Um, but I was just wrapping it up anyways, um, just saying, you know, go out there, pursue your passion. Um, always be trying to become the best version of yourself. That's what we're trying to push here. Uh, last but not least, you know, if you're trying to become part of a wrestling club out in Washington, you know, this is kind of the spot. There's others too, but, you know, just have your options open. Um, if you're trying to look forward to looking into the, the club, there's social media, Facebook, Instagram. Just type in for Dynasty Wrestling Club. Uh, the websites are there if you want to donate or become a sponsor soon or whatever you're looking into. It's fine. You know, sport of wrestling is, is, is great to be a part of, and it can help with development with a lot of life skills. But overall, you know, just go seek out what you want to do in your life. And don't let anything stop you from getting there. There's always going to be people telling you no. Uh, don't give up and keep pushing to be the best version of yourself. All right, you guys. Later. Peace.